0: Hey Dr. Sears, I'm not sure what to do
1: about my daughter. Hey Dr. Sears, when I opened my baby's diaper, what came out really... really Hi Dr.
0: Sears, my kids refuse to eat fruits and vegetables. What do I do? I've been more terrible too the last couple of days. Can I get your advice Dr. Sears?
1: Welcome in everybody to the Dr. Sears Family Podcast. I'm your host Dr. Jim Sears... Along with my sister, a certified health coach, Hayden Sears. How are you doing? Good. This Hi, Excellent. everyone. All right. Good. 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 And across the room, there in the sound corner—I was going to say <laughs> the sound booth, but no—it's just kind of a sound corner. Our little brother, Matthew. How are you doing? Hi, guys. All Great. right. Go. So we are here to celebrate the many joyful moments of parenting and hopefully help you through some of those moments that are a little less joyful. So don't forget to find us on Instagram and Facebook, Dr. Sears Family Podcast, or the internet, AskDrSears.com slash podcast. If you are listening, that means you probably like the show, so please tell your friends and family and share it and give it a rating. Ratings really help. It it, uh, it helps people find us that don't know about us. So if, uh, if somebody's looking for a parenting podcast and, they, and we have a lot of good ratings, then they'll find us. So do them do all your loved ones a favor and share away. So um what what what's on the topics for today? We've got um what were we going to start with?
0: Uh 10 ways to avoid bedtime tantrums. Oh boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. Good. And then getting kids to eat more vegetables.
0: Yes, right. that's like one of the top yeah. things, one of the top questions I get as a health coach and as a
1: mom yeah, yeah, yeah. is, how do you
0: get your kids eat vegetables?
1: <laughs> I know, exactly. Oh, boy. <laughs> and they often
0: say it like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, I know. And then uh, how to nurture empathy in kids and why it's important. So that's pretty cool. So mm-hmm. some good stuff today. So, um, But let's uh, start off with, um, we've had a couple of really great shows recently and some cool comments about those. So let's do... Comments with Hayden.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, we have a great com- um, comment and a five-star rating, so thank you. I don't- Oh, it's Ben's ship. Thank you, Ben ship. It says, Thank you for your podcast. I find it very informative and helpful in many ways. I became a huge, Seer fa- uh, huge fan of all the Dr. Sears books 12 years ago when I had my son, and as a nervous new mother, the baby book was exactly what I needed. I've been reading Dr. Sears' and Aaron's new book, which is the T5 book, and Juice Plus was mentioned, so I decided to get the fruit and veggie chewables for my son, who is 12. He basically eats the dreaded beige diet. Although, I have a huge nutritional victory in getting him to drink the Juice Plus Complete. I'm wondering if he should continue to take a multivitamin as well. Thank you again for all that you do. You are truly a blessing. Thank you so much, Ben Ship. That's really sweet. We appreciate oh, that. And yay. that's a great question. We get that a lot, especially people who start taking Juice Plus, which is uh, they're getting tons of nutrients from actual fruits and vegetables. And they often ask, should they also take a multivitamin?
1: And what, and what, I, yeah. what I tell them is no. You generally don't, you, unless you have a very significant, specific nutrient deficiency um, that. But even if you do it, it's actually very likely covered in juice plus. What you know? What is juice plus? It's a bunch of fruits and vegetables and berries that are uh, juiced and then dehydrated into a powder. And so it literally contains thousands of different uh, phytonutrients, a bunch of vitamins, uh, some minerals, uh, just about everything we need uh, to be healthy. And thriving is mm-hmm. is in there. So um, when when parents uh, when I'm in the office and they're trying to decide, you know, how they're going to spend their their nutrition budget, mm-hmm. uh, food budget, I I say, hey, save your money and don't. Uh, if you're on Juice Plus, you, you you don't really 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 don't need a multivitamin. Yeah, same here. I've gotten that question a couple of times actually because
2: so, some some people look at the nutrition facts label and it it, it doesn't list all the vitamins that are in it mm-hmm. like a multivitamin does. Because you know, if if you eat an apple, it doesn't have the nutrition yeah. facts listed either,
1: right? And that's the one thing because it's a it's a food label, not, not a supplement, a supplement, supplement label. label. Um, yeah. So that's that's one. The the FDA defines it as a food as opposed to a medication or a or, supplement.
0: Or a supplement. And yeah. and yes, and it
2: it so. does have all those vitamins in there. They're just not at a specific percentage because it's not synthetic and made in a lab and all that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, and one thing about that, if uh, Um, when you're getting it from real fruits and veggies, whole foods, you generally need less, um, like an orange really doesn't have that much vitamin C in it compared to like a, 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 a vitamin C supplement, but yet it has enough. Enough. Uh, And
0: it's more absorbable because it's in its natural form Mm -hmm. and 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 it it works. Other
1: things in there that help it get absorbed. And And I love the,
0: the idea of synergy. They, all those nutrients work together to do what they're supposed to do in the body. So I like that. And you yep. know, great. I, I I celebrate your nutritional victory with getting him to drink the Juice Plus Complete, which is a you know, a, a whole food based protein drink mix. Mm-hmm. And that and the juice plus chewables should definitely help counteract some of the negative effects of the dreaded beige diet. And hopefully <laughs> over time he will introduce some more color into that diet um beyond the juice plus. So sending yeah. out sending out um
1: Good vibes for you in that area. (laughs) I I actually just had a, uh, on the way here, was drinking a a shake, Juice Plus Complete Shake. It was funny, though. uh, Normally, for years, I've been using it with um, just an unsweetened alternative milk, like coconut milk or almond milk or rice milk or something like that, but I usually pick the unsweetened versions of those, right? Well, mm-hmm. this morning we were out of all that, so I just grabbed what, what I thought was my usual stuff, but it turned out to be um, somebody else's, and it was a sweetened uh, almond milk or uh-huh. something, vanilla flavor, and... Uh, Man, my shake was sweet. I'm like, man, this is really,
3: really, really <laughs> That's sweet.
2: That's so funny when you start getting used to non-sweetened things, and yeah. you drink something sweet. It, it's, it's almost like, revolting. Oh yeah, yeah, it
1: actually. I'm like, I don't like it. It yeah. was like too sweet. Although I remember when my kids. I mean, we're talking now, probably 18 years ago. I mean, approaching 20 years ago, when my kids, when I first started having them take have these shakes for you know a breakfast smoothie or something like that. They um, Now, they were used to McDonald's chocolate shakes <laughs> and chocolate milk. So, you know, I suddenly having them drink this, they were like, wait, wait this is different. It's not <laughs> as sweet. So I actually had to cheat just for a couple of weeks and add just a little bit yeah. of chocolate syrup, um, just you know, a couple teaspoons in there just to let them go, okay, yeah, this is good. Uh-huh. I like it. And then I, yeah. I, I slowly... Uh, reduced how much they were getting. I
2: think like if you let them watch you pour it in, yeah, like, yeah. yeah it's in there. It's oh in yeah, there. I promise. right. And you know, you know there's like pre- a pretend, tiny little drop. Or be pretending to
1: squeeze it really <laughs> hard. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know. What? And then I wouldn't let them let me. You know, see them putting in the fish oil, or whatever <laughs> <I was laughs> the else. algae oil. Like, you
0: know. no, no, that's great. And I actually, right now, I'm drinking coffee, and I mixed my chocolate complete in with the coffee. Yeah, I do so, that most days. Yeah. Okay. I have a confession to make. I've always had kind of mostly black coffee unsweetened. Um, But over Christmas, I went on a little trip, and I... Like one morning, I had whipped cream in the coffee, like a whole bunch I called it my vacation coffee, uh-huh. but when I came back from vacation, I was hooked, and so now uh-huh. I'm having to wean myself off the more like sweetened, a little bit more creamy type of coffee. so now i'm, I'm mixing my complete in there, and it's oh, doing the fun. trick, yeah, yeah, oh
1: that's that works, so uh, yeah. you know i um at some point i had started adding coconut oil um mm-hmm. to instead of a milk um and it it gave it just kind of gives it that same fatty frothy stuff and i shake it up really good mm-hmm. and it's all frothy so anyways um, okay so is that is that yeah get that's it the with comment. That, comment. that comment let's move on i've got a comment okay. um from let's see d giraffes i think um commented your dad is amazing i'm currently 10 percent of the way through the baby book your family is an inspiration thank you so hey that's kind of cool um, I think, and then that's it, the picture with Doctor Bill on with us. So mm-hmm. she must have been talking about that old podcast, but it's a new comment on there. And I would so hooray about the baby book uh, for any of you par- new, especially new parents out there, um, or if you know a new parent, um, the baby book has been a, the parents' go-to uh, kind of the baby Bible for, for at least twenty years now. We've revised it uh, twice. Um, and we revise it every 10 years or so. So it's a great, great resource for new parents. Um, it's funny. In high school, it was my job to um, type out, what do they call that, The tra- transcribe the, uh, my dad's dictations. And so I essentially, uh, he authored the book, but I wrote the book. <laughs> you know, And um, I think that became Matt's job after a while. So I'm right? doing a lot of that. Yeah, now. yeah. So it was kind of cool. I, even in high school, I was learning all that stuff. Um but then in medical school when I had my first child I was like, uh, uh what um even though I was the oldest of eight kids, uh you know well suddenly it was when it's your own child you're like, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And uh, I called my dad for um, a a question, uh that my little daughter had a little burst blood vessel in the eye from the birth uh, the squeezing of the birth, and I was worried about it. And he's like, "Nope, don't gotta worry about it." But by the way, it's in the book. Jim. So, <laughs> it's in the book. <laughs> so even though, uh, so D, even though you're only ten percent of the way through the book, um, use the index if something comes up, and you're like, uh, "Oh, pink eye, red eye." Uh, you can there's, the index is really, really well annotated, and you'll find just about anything you need to know, and then you can skip to that chapter.
2: But then also read the whole thing. Yeah, and then read
1: the <laughs> uh, So, um, funny thing happened. I was at the gym this morning. Is that it for comments? Are uh-huh, we done? Yep. Okay, that's that all was comments. comments. Okay. And that was comments <laughs> with <laughs> Hayden. You that's guys like music. saying that too I love, much. I love how you bring the music back in as, <laughs> we're, as we're rolling out of that. So, uh, um, okay. So, I'm in the gym this morning and um, doing some, what do they call those? Rows. Bench, bench. Bench press, presses. right? And just... I had loaded up pretty good, and uh, so it was pretty – I was straining pretty good. And I don't remember the noise I made, but I made <laughs> some sort of noise, and the, the one of the people across the gym yelled, bless you. <laughs> I'm just hoping it was from the top end. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, if she had said, excuse you, then it probably Very would different. have been from the lower end. But I think I kind of went – I went – <laughs> kind of like that. Well, although that sounds yeah. no, no, I was like straining, but just kind of uh, s- uh, strawberrying, or I guess, and uh, you know, bless you. And uh, so I took it. But it's funny. One of my, I actually posted about that on Instagram. And my my um, my gastroenterologist, who actually he's uh, Doctor Jorge Rodriguez. He's been on the show a bunch with us, the Doctor Show. Um, he. Commented on my photo something like, uh, "Hey, I'm here if you need me." <laughs> <laughs> That's so, great. anyways, um, as a matter of fact, I am due for my colonoscopy, so I should be oh, calling him soon.
0: Me too. I need to have my first one pretty Oof, quickly. I okay. keep I keep putting it off.
1: I've had so many. I've I've literally can't remember how many I've had. A few. Yeah. Several. Well, because so. of our family history mm-hmm.
0: of colon cancer on both sides, our mom and dad's side, we're supposed to get them starting at forty. So I'm a.
1: Yep. Yep, a few yep. months behind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it with comments, and let me put my phone away so I can bring in. So, which which subject are we doing first? Uh, we're
0: doing the bedtime tantrums. Oh
1: my gosh!
2: <laughs> yeah. So oh, I. Geez.
0: So yes, this is this has kind of been a big thing in my house for some reason, and it's probably because of me. I'm very sleep sensitive. My kids have have been sleep sensitive as well. So many mm-hmm. of these we've navigated over the last few years in my house. Um but bedtime in most houses is there's it can be tricky and most people in you know somewhere in their parenting journey have uh, have gone through struggles at bedtime so I really Ooh, like
3: these yeah. 10 ways
0: to avoid <laughs> bedtime tantrums yeah. because there's nothing there's a few things worse than ending your day just with a fight with your kids with a battle they go to a bed with this negative energy you mm-hmm. go to bed feeling like you failed it's just it's just Hard hard way to end the day. It's
2: so hard because, you know, everybody's super tired Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, tensions are high. It's easy to just kind of flip that switch into losing it.
0: Yeah. And for me, I panic because I'm like, if my kids don't get to bed now, they're going to be so tired in the morning (sighs) and cranky. Oh, Because,
1: you know, as as bad as bedtime can be, that cranky morning (laughs) is even worse. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And preschool-aged children especially, they need a lot of sleep. They need between 11 and 13 hours of sleep. And uh, I was—it's funny. Our um, my kids, some of they've been pretty good sleepers. My son, though, he would literally sleep for twelve hours, no matter what time he mm-hmm. went to bed. If he went to bed at six p.m., he'd wake up at six a.m. If he went to bed at eleven p.m. on a weekend, he'd wake <laughs> up at eleven. It was—it was really funny. Um, but yeah, if he didn't get to sleep early enough the next morning, if it was a school morning, uh, it would be a, a, a big, 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 big problem. Mm-hmm. So.
0: So I like these t- I like these 10 ways. What I what I'd like to add up front though is for me and my family and I know everybody's different, everybody's situation is different. After a lot of trial and error and kind of working on my own patience, I really had to take a few minutes before I started bedtime to really get myself calm and centered and I I kind of would give myself little mantras like okay, this is the almost like this is the end of my work day. I have you know, about an hour left to do three kids' bedtimes. And I really went into it as as in, this is part of my job as a mom. Um, because if not, I would just, I would almost kind of turn into this child where I was tired and I was needy and I was cranky. And if I didn't set myself up to be the adult, to think of it as, okay, this is my last part of my job for the day and I want to do it well, um, once I kind of shifted into that mindset, then I it was a, i was i was able to go into it with um more more of a settled place and almost like a joy like i want to do the last part of my job for today well
2: and that's important cuz you know, kids will feed off your energy mm-hmm. they'll they'll see how you're responding to things and they'll act accordingly mm-hmm. so you want to model that calm demeanor
1: and everything yeah Cool. Okay, so the first one is to give kids a choice. You know, young kids they tend to be like they like to be in control. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of things they they can control. You know, other than what goes into their mouth and when what comes, comes out, out. <laughs> what comes out, and then uh, sleeping. Sleep. You know, whether yeah. they fall asleep. You know, everything else uh, in terms of like the car seat and what they wear and and uh, whether they're Going know, somewhere? Going somewhere? Yeah. That, that, that's just kind of—they're just along for the ride. So this is one of those things that they, especially if they see that it starts to press your buttons, then mm-hmm. they're gonna okay, good. This is my thing that I'm gonna—I'm gonna control. But so kids, they'd like to be in the, like to be in control, but they obviously need limits kids uh they just everybody really if, if somebody is raised without any limits uh it, you you get uh chaos so so you got to appeal to your child's sense of needing to be in charge um instead of saying you know like would you like to go to bed now okay it's, <laughs> <laughs> you can you just give them choices making sure that all the choices are fit within the parameters yeah. of what is acceptable. Um
0: What the first choice I give my kids often well they're a little older now so it's not so much now but it was do you want to go to bed now or in 5 minutes?
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. And
0: it, they would always pick in 5 pick minutes five but that minutes. oh yeah in 5 yeah, minutes. Yeah,
1: cool. I got five. that's <laughs> man that's like
0: Right? Uh, so,
1: Percentage-wise that's like a million percent longer than, than now. right now or <laughs> so, even long, you know, so Yeah. So um, that
0: was that's kind of my first go-to choice (laughs) but i like the other ones they suggest which pair of pajamas to wear which book to read before going to bed how many books to read now you need to offer do you want one book or two books right because i have i kind of have a two book limit depending on how long it is um yeah those are those are great ones which blanket to sleep with
1: even you can even jokingly kind of say uh, let's you know what? What well, like you said. Do you want to go to bed now, or in five minutes, or you can do something like, do you want to go to bed at ten in the morning, uh, six p.m. or seven thirty p.m. And uh, and then just like, oh, that's silly, funny, yeah, funny, yeah. funny. So, yeah, that's
2: funny. You know, no, which
1: which blanket? I don't know if you said that uh-huh. already. Uh, which stuffed animal? And so many kids, they literally have enough stuffed animals to create a zoo. Mm-hmm. So you could just, let's pick out. I think I remember doing that with one of my kids. Part of the routine was picking out which stuffed animal. Yeah. And, uh, and it's funny. I would... Um, Talk In terms of books, sometimes it was just stories. Can you tell me a story? And I know I've told this story, but my daughter, Leah, would literally— I'd say, what, st- what story do you want to, do you want me to tell? And she'd say, okay, I want to tell you— the, tell me the story of the, the little ballerina who went on a shopping trip and then she picked out a bunch, uh, a pick some shoes and some lemonade. And then she went to the beach and had a fun time at the beach. And she'd spend the next five, like five minutes going <laughs> through the story. story. And I'd have to pay attention because then I'd have to tell that story. <laughs> yeah. You know? And uh, so sometimes she put me to sleep with the story. <laughs> That's so cute. That's By so. the way,
2: if, if parents out there, if you aren't asking your kids to tell you stories, you're missing out yeah. on some awesome times. They, they have amazing creativity. It's starting super young, younger than than you would ever think you know two and a half even they'll they'll have these creative stories that they want to tell so ask them they've given that opportunity to tell you stories
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and if you're like me and i'm and sometimes i'm just oh i don't feel like telling a story i don't feel (laughs) like being creative that's a good that's a good little buffer right there
1: yeah, right. You I can like- just you can you can just lay there and kind of half fall asleep yeah. while they while they tell the story. I like that. So
0: I like the next one. Um pick up some blackout curtains. <clears throat> this is something we did in our house because I'm a very, very light sleeper, so I've always had blackout curtains and my baby slept in my room for the first chunk of time. So um now sometimes I'm I wonder if I got them used to the Room being perfectly dark, and mm-hmm. if that set them up for being sensitive, but they've transitioned into their own rooms without blackout curtains. So, yeah,
1: well, it, it, it's important, the, yeah. uh, especially when the time changes and suddenly, if your younger ones going to bed and at seven thirty, but it, the sun's not going to set for uh, another hour, you mm-hmm. know, it's still still bright. Uh, having those blackout curtains, so they're just used to um, it, it being dark, and and you can get it dark, And especially in the in the summer months when it, the the, uh, the sun rises way before they need to get up, too. So having those blackout curtains is good. Um, and just have a nightlight, you know. And uh, we, we know science scientifically you, will sleep, you do sleep better if it's dark. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our, our 13-year-old has gotten the habit of sleeping with the lights just full on. And, uh, and I'm like, well, okay. Mm-hmm. You know. I
2: you know. used to do that when I was little. I remember. Really? I don't remember how, what age I was when I finally, you know, was okay with it being dark, but I remember hmm. having mom and dad leave the lights on when oh they put me to bed.
1: Yeah, so we, uh, we actually have some of the, uh, in her room, there's the, there's the daylight lights that whatever you, you turn on to make it really, really bright in there. But I installed a cup in, you know, different switches do different outlets. So we have a couple of lights that aren't nearly as bright and they're cheaper LEDs mm. so that they're uh, not wasting so much electricity. You know, um, speaking of, I, I mentioned uh, daylight savings. Uh-huh. Uh, it's funny. Um, it's crazy how just one hour difference really can throw kids off. I mm-hmm. get, a, I, I get a lot of phone calls in that week after um, after the daylight ch- uh, time changes, whether you know twice a year, w- w- either direction. Just oh my, my child hasn't been sleeping. You know, there, there, there's something's going on, and I go, eh, it's it's mm-hmm. that hour. It's that hour.
0: No, yeah, it really does throw you. Um, Okay. I like the next one. Introduce some soothing scents. The top of the list are lavender and chamomile. And these can be fantastic. We use these in my house. You can apply them directly to like your child's feet, the bottom of their feet. You do have to be careful. Read the labels. Make sure that is allowed. You can also diffuse them in, in the air in a diffuser or just kind of putting it on the pillow. If they take a bath before bed, adding some drops of lavender oil into the bath can be very calming and soothing.
1: Yeah. And just when you're using a diffuser, make sure you follow the directions. Mm-hmm. That's because it it really doesn't take much. I, I, when I, we use our diffuser, I, it says just one drop and you look, you go, is that's is that enough? That's not going to be enough. And it's tempting to add some more, but if you do too much, it can make it too strong.
0: Yeah. I, So I will talk about my son quite a bit during this article because he's been the one that really struggles with sleep. He does not like the scent of lavender or he just, or maybe he's resistant to it. I don't know why. Like for some reason, whenever I get it out, he's like, no, no, I don't want it. So when he really struggles to go to sleep and he's kind of fighting it, and I know he can, he's just kind of that will, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'll say, okay, do I need to get the lavender out? Because I'll put it on your feet. <laughs> you know it helps you go to sleep because it does. It really helps him go to sleep. And so, oh, hi, hi. so he gets to pick. Do we want to do lavender or are you going to lay down and deep breathe and do some of the things that you know will help you fall asleep? So it's his choice. Either he needs a tool like lavender to help him or he can do the things he knows to help himself. Because he's nine now, so he can make that choice. But I, it's almost like... Do I need to get the lavender out? I don't say it like that, but sometimes I <laughs> laugh at myself and, <laughs> in my head. Like, am I threatening my child with lavender?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh-huh. <laughs> I'm totally not. Yeah. But <laughs> how yeah. funny! Um, the next one: uh, use a weighted blanket. Um. We've been we've been using these a lot in kids with special needs. Uh, parents have learned just for many, many, many years that they can just if a child is has, is extra sensitive. Uh, especially with sensory disorders or autism um, or other special needs, it can help. But we found it kind of helps everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we I know several people with dogs that have uh, like phobic to, to um, thunderstorms and stuff. So they kind of have this weighted ah. vest that the dogs put on. But it's the same kind of principle for uh, kids of all ages. I actually just had uh, one of my friends my over 50 friends that uh, was saying that she was having a hard time sleeping, and she posted um, something about, hey, this weighted blanket is really yeah. helping her her relax. So. so
0: we got one over Christmas because my son, um, he really struggles at bedtime. He he has some anxiety, even some OCD stuff going on, and it comes out hugely at bedtime. Um, and he says, what he says to me is, he said, Mom, I have all these things in my head, and I have to tell you them, or I'm just going to explode. Like, it, he like shakes his hands like this to tell me how he feels, and it, he does. He has to tell me all these things in his head, and he'll just chatter on for for as long as I would let him. And it was such a battle at first because I mean, this would go on and on and on. And I, you know, I I quickly identified it as pathological, as a OCD thing. It wasn't just him being obnoxious or trying to not go to sleep. Mm-hmm. It was really a problem. So we did a lot of exploring. And I'll talk about some other things throughout this article that we did. But we tried a weighted blanket. I got one about three or four months ago. And it really has helped a lot. He he really likes it. He um, he, he knows it's a special blanket for him. So I think that's part of it. But he's told me that it really helps him feel more calm. And and he, he used the word, was it safe? can't remember if it was safe or secure. Well, either way. It's like, I just feel, I feel safe. So... <laughs> That mm-hmm. was a win for us.
1: Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting. I has your child um, gotten into the worried about monsters in the in um, the in the house? What about you, Matt? No, not Levi? so
2: much. I mean, it, every once in a while, my my son, who's four, he'll the next morning he'll tell me about a scary dream he had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's fascinating, you know. More often than not, you ninety know, percent of the time, it turns into a good dream like he Uh, fought away the monster or something or the monster turned nice at the end or something so it's kind of cool little window into his psyche
0: yeah
1: that's cool. cool
0: my kids don't really although maybe because he my son doesn't want windows showing when he's sleeping He's scared of windows, hmm. so we have to have the windows the covered. Because um, well, then the monsters will look in. Maybe and, and <laughs> that's a what meal it is. In there. But he he always he's really concerned about his dreams before he falls asleep. That's one of the things he says. He's really concerned, so maybe he does have bad dreams. Because we we pray about his dreams when we do our prayers. But then right before. I say good night, and he's going to fall asleep. He wants me to pray just for his dreams, like a mm-hmm. separate prayer just for those. And that seemed to work. But I like the the advice this article gives. It's like make your own go away spray, like a little spray bottle with water and maybe just some essential oils in it. So if your child struggles with nightmares, you can say, "Oh, let's get the go away spray," and you spray it over them. And
2: oh, protection, like, against, protection the against, the against the monsters. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's funny. We years ago on the show had had done this story, and they I think they called it the you know a monster spray a monster repellent and uh, at the, you know the producers just said hey let's call you know they made this little spray and I thought well except that you're you're then if you're having this with your child this this spray that's called monster spray that means there really must <laughs> right, be monsters right. oh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know and this so, whole time
3: you'd be
0: like oh there's no mon- there's no such <laughs> just, thing as monsters but right. we got this monster spray <laughs>
1: so uh, you know I, I like to call to instead of um having it uh, the spray being it's fighting off something it's uh, i like to turn it around and maybe just call it brave potion yeah. or courage spray oh, yeah. or, oh, I like or that. you know that kind of thing so that that it's just it's not uh, legitimizing their fear <laughs> right. of monsters i i man i still have the vivid memory of and this is when we lived in Toronto, So, although it's funny. If you're actually from Toronto, you, you don't say the second T, so I don't know why. I just call it Toronto. But <laughs> Toronto. Um, when I lived in Toronto, um, so it must have been like second grade when I was there, or how they say it there, grade two. The, um, I, I woke up in the middle of the night, and our closet door was open, and I swear... I saw a werewolf in there. It was the shape of the clothes hanging just made it look like there was a werewolf kind of looking to the side. He wasn't looking Uh straight at me. And I was just... I I just was like, I can't move. I can't move because if he moves, he'll see me and come eat me. And (laughs) and, um, I, I don't remember how that ended. I think... I remember thinking, okay, I could just get up i 'll just burst out and run for the door and probably be able to beat him, but i 'm not sure maybe I should like start yelling and screaming as i 'm doing that to maybe so my dad could come you know and,
0: uh, <laughs> you had this I, plan. I just
1: laid there for i don 't know how long and I, you probably just wow. fell asleep then yeah hopefully so. it 's amazing
2: how how these early childhood nightmares stay with you yeah. the rest of your life. I remember when I was three, three and a half. I, rem- I still remember to this day telling mom about a, uh, a couple nightmares I had about like a dragon going through our house or mm-hmm. something like
1: that.
0: Yeah, well, if you just had your monster spray, Jim. <laughs> spray.
1: Yep, yep. And I think it didn't help because we had cats and they would be under the bed. Oh, yeah. And they would make noise. And... Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man.
0: All right, so the next one is play soothing mu- music. This, that's kind of a, a basic one, but it really can help. And, and I do that with my son. It's more nature, kind of nature... Um, more like uh, kind of yoga, nature type music, and that yeah. really helps him.
1: Yeah, exactly, just soothing music. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, sometimes if you uh, kind of have a bedtime song that you play, um, then the child will eventually you learn to associate that particular mm-hmm. piece with going to sleep mm-hmm. and might yeah. actually kind of trigger them to go, go to sleep. Yeah.
2: That's a, lo- a cool thing. Yeah. It just on an on actual biochemical level, their brain will learn to trigger the, the sleep hormones when it hears that song. That song, yeah. It's kind of cool.
0: Um, and so, yeah, so keep that music just for bedtime. Mm-hmm. So along with that, kind of along that same note, one of the things that we have found that works with my son is <clears throat> we had to start doing sleep stories. And we, like, we've told stories, you know, like the bunny story, the ballerina story, um, and I would do those stories myself. But I, I started getting tired and also my own anxiety. I was struggling with it because I, I really have to tell you, this was quite a big issue. I mean, this is probably a very medical issue that we were dealing with. Um, and so I got an app, but the the, the person we were – help, the clinician that was helping us through this suggested I don't tell the story that we get an app to tell a sleep story. So these are, I mean, these are people that are trained to speak in a way to mm. lull you to sleep, mm. and these stories were fantastic. They, you could pick. They were about nature, or even like a, a classic piece of literature, uh, even like Bible stories, and it really, really helped. It basically. That OCD thing that was happening in his mind where he would just have to go around and round and verbalize everything he was thinking, it kind of helped him focus on something else. It helped him focus on a story, but a story that was basic enough to not engage his creativity, mm. to, to um, get him ramped up.
1: Cool. So if That's you're cool. struggling
0: with bedtime, I highly recommend Sleep Stories.
1: Is that the name of the app? Uh, no, you, the app was Calm. One? Now, oh, okay, we Calm. did
0: pay quite a bit for that. I know there's some free apps out there
1: sure. um,
0: we've transitioned to. But at the time, I'm like, I will pay anything <laughs> yeah,
1: <right. laughs> to help. There's, so. there's similar things on YouTube. We've um, used, um, oh, I'm going to uh, blank on it, Directed... Meditations, mm-hmm. I think guided uh, med- guided meditations. guided meditation. Yeah. You, you literally on YouTube go guided meditation sleep or bedtime. You will get just thousands yeah. of choices, and those are pretty cool because there's um, you know just the soothing music and the calming voice, having you focus on a, 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 stri- a babbling brook or the stars or something just very soothing, and, mm-hmm. and that those are really good. Um, the only thing, though, you need to make sure you don't have your YouTube on automatic Auto- <laughs> automatic yeah, repeat when the because advertisement you know comes. advertisement yeah. comes on or you know a scene from the the Jackass show <laughs> like, <it's a> guy <laughs> jumping jumping off a roof right. and, you know you're half you almost asleep and then sudden, suddenly the, you know a shark is attacking yeah a, somebody a boat firework or show
0: yeah so, so yes and and on those apps they often have guided meditations which we also tried and these sometimes you can find ones that are specifically geared to a certain age group yeah and I would let him pick. I would say do we want to do a meditation do we want to do um a sleep story or some music and he would let, he would pick oh. and even this article mentions number seven is try some basic yoga or stretching. there's specific yoga poses that that can help with sleep um, downward dog child's pose cobra things like that that can very much relax you relax your muscles um, and even so and and kind of working that into your routine, so yeah. just having it be a part of your routine will help navigate them towards sleep
1: yeah it 's funny um we didn 't really use this as part of going to sleep, but it was. Uh, myself and my daughter did this because she was a very, very serious dancer, just stretching,
3: mm-hmm. uh, getting into
1: bed. And that's when I would do my stretching. I just kind of sit there for 5, 10 minutes, and um, I'm kind of laying there anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, why not? And so I'd stretch my legs, my back, and, and, and uh, I you know, definitely was relaxing. And it's something you should do. If you want to stay in shape and be healthy, stretching is part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, go to the gym and, and work your muscles, but you definitely should uh, stretch them. Yeah. So. And
0: the next one is give a shower or a bath. A lot of people have that into your bedtime routine. But the warm water can be very calming and soothing. And and then on top of there, you're getting into bed nice and clean yeah. so that they're waking up nice exactly. and clean. And that's nice. Yeah.
1: Now, it's funny. Um, we've learned over the years that um, kids, uh, even adults, you, you technically are, would be healthier if you don't bathe or shower every day. Mm-hmm. So when I'm recommending this to to my families, I always say, Think of it as think of it as a soak. Um, you're not going to use soap. Mm-hmm. You're not going to soap up every night. I, I honestly, for my young kids, recommend you know maybe soap once or twice a week at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but let the skin try to just be happy yeah. and healthy mm-hmm. and with its own oils. But just a nice soothing soak with some hey with some lavender, lavender. You know, lavender oil yeah. and oil in or something is is fine.
2: Mm-hmm. And I heard I think I think Dad wrote about this in the T five book. But along with the psychological relaxation effects of the bath, there's also, if you're in warm water, it dilates your blood vessels. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then when you get out of the bath, your vessels are dilated, which uh, encourages a cooling effect, helps mm-hmm. your body cool down. And when your body cools down, it's shown to help you sleep better.
0: Yeah.
1: There you go. So Thank you, Matt. A- that's
0: the, yeah. yeah, That's you're right. That's, that's great. Um, and then number nine... Some snuggling. I know for me, <laughs> my love language is physical touch. So if I'm having a hard time sleeping, I want to be snuggled, and of co- and even more so with my little kids. Um, I I still tuck all three of my kids in at night. Um, two of them still want to be snuggled. My nine year old and twelve year old. I lay down next to them for, you know, my nine year old. I really give him time, good thirty minutes. We really. That's like part of, like I said, part of the end of the day, my mothering job. I give him that time, and I, I don't have my kids every night. They're with their dad some nights, so when they are here, I, tr- I really kind of, I feel like I'm not making up for it because I don't like the negative energy behind that. But I'm just really giving them my time, and I've seen that it has really helped them in in throughout their whole next day. They're their sense of well-being is better. Their anxiety is lower. They sleep better when I've given them that really in individual time the night before. So it, it is hard. That is a good chunk of my night time, but I've seen so much benefit coming from from it that I've um, I think is very valuable well, sure. use of my time.
1: I- I bet even the, the parent uh, benefits, mm-hmm. uh, and this is you know we're not talking about this isn't bedtime story time. This is literally your you know the lights are out, the screens are away, uh-huh. and you're just kind of sitting there cuddling. Um, and w- what a nice thing for you or, or for a parent to, okay, I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna tr- just try to get up and get back to tidying the house or the dishes or whatever the uh-huh. the, the taxes or. Um, the TV, you know, TV, <laughs> right? You know, it's it's almost just a, it's time for you. Yeah. Uh, and-, and we
0: don't always get that physical touch with our kids throughout the day, mm-hmm. especially as they get older. And that that human touch, our skin to skin connection, is so vital. And I, we've come so far away from that in our current culture that bedtime is routine is such a great way to make sure they're getting that every single day. I mean, for their immune system, for their I'd self sense of self, for their relationships, just, I mean, everything really is benefited from that physical touch. And not just like a quick hug, but like a long skin-to-skin connection.
1: Yeah. Cool. All right. Ready for the next, this is the yes. last one, right? Start last one, yeah. using a reward chart. And uh, this <laughs> was big when my oldest daughter... Was three ish, and the new baby was here, and uh, she was still kind of iffy on sleeping in her own room and everything. Especially, you know, I think when new babies came, she kind of regressed and wanted, hey, everybody else is sleeping in mom and dad's room. I want to, I want to be back there <laughs> yeah. too. And uh, and it was fine, and we kind of had an open door system. She could, we had a little tiny baby or, or toddler cot there, she could come in and and lay down, but. um In order to kind of just help her uh, uh, transition to her own, uh, just fully her own room, um, there was just a little star chart, Mm -hmm. and she knew if she stayed... First off, it was if she fell asleep in her own room, she got a star Uh the next morning, and then if, if she wakes up in the middle of the night and stays there... Instead of coming in and waking us up, she gets a star. And you know, I don't know what it is with little kids. Uh, (laughs) You know, a star is you know, you want a million dollars or three stars? Oh, three stars for sure, because that's three instead of one. One million—that's only one. Uh, It was huge, you know.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. So that that is great, and that works with a lot of children. And that I like it because it's a reward system versus a punishment system. I would highly recommend you try everything and not do Mm -hmm. a punishment system at bedtime because that's Mm -hmm. it's just a really hard time to all
1: that that, does is add more anxiety anxiety and stress so now i want
0: to add something a number 11 i would say get creative because like i said with my son i really had to think outside the box and there's sometimes we get to bedtime and he has not only this mental energy going he has this physical energy that i could not like it would be impossible for him to lay down and go to sleep but it's it's way time or past time for him to go to sleep. So there was this one night about a year ago, and I actually did a whole blog post about this on AskDrSears.com in my mom-to-mom moment. So if you want to read the whole thing, please go for it. Um, and we were laying down, you know, I was trying to get him to go to sleep, and he just kept moving. He could not hold still. And I was at my breaking point. And I knew, I, I just, I said a little prayer. You didn't I, get
1: the duct tape out, did you? <laughs> I did
0: not. Oh, okay. No. I was
1: going to say because yeah. We'd have
0: to edit that part out. No, but I mean... I knew that it would either turn into a huge fight or like I needed to do something because I was about to lose it. He would not settle down and no amount of threats or anything would work at that point. And I knew that. So I don't know what, how this came into my head. It was probably God from my prayer, but I just said, Landon, do you want to have a pillow fight? (laughs) And he immediately stopped and he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> instead of... So
1: you leaned into it, actually. Yeah,
0: instead of spending the next half hour battling him and fighting him and he's still not sleeping, we spent five minutes... Only five minutes doing a pillow fight. I set a timer so that it couldn't go on and on.
1: And then you got him with a good uppercut, and he was out. <laughs> he, was and out. he was just out, right?
0: Oh my gosh, no, with, the, with your
1: weighted pillow?
0: <laughs> no. No, no, kidding. No, but it was great. I mean, we spent the next five minutes, you know, pillow fighting. We were laughing. We ended up like falling on the floor, snuggling, and he was really worn out because if you do it right, you're getting them going. Mm-hmm. He laid down. We did some deep breathing. He had a huge smile on my, his face, and he. He like, I remember he kind of backed up into me, like spooned into me. And it was like, his spirit was telling me, thank you. Like, thank you for listening to what I needed. And I felt so good, you guys. Like, I (laughs) wanted to give myself a huge pat on the back because really that night could have ended horribly. And it ended in this way. And so... I would say get creative, and yeah, I I know some some parents would kind of shame me and saying you're giving in to your kids, you're being too compliant. And you know what? I'm saying I have a healthy child mm-hmm. who fell asleep, yeah. and I'm feeling great about myself. Yeah. And oh yeah, that's it was fantastic. It's
1: called improvising, yeah. I think. And and uh, and I was gonna say this, um, you you the parent themselves, they're the one that is there for one, two, three hours every night dealing with this. So it it it's very, very rare that anybody from the outside, whether it's a therapist or a doctor, is gonna really know the nuances of what's going on with you and your child and so um certainly ask advice and, and maybe get some tidbits, but but generally the parents are the ones with the answers. Mm-hmm. Um you know and so often when I'm doing like a, a sleep consultation in the office or something, um my job is often to just ask questions and try to learn and and uh and often the parents come up with the answers themselves mm-hmm, you know yeah. just if from from the little steering so so yeah i mean i'm sure books and articles would have told you that <laughs> doing a pillow fight was the last thing you should be doing yeah. but it was it was an improv. It, yeah. like a quarterback on the you know the five yard line changes the call, uh-huh. um, calls an audible. You you called a, called an audible, audible, and it was the right play. You yeah, know? and you
0: know what I think that really I mean that's pretty much the essence of our Sears philosophy is really tap into your intuition as a parent. And it's going to be different in different situations with different children, with different family dynamics. And like you said, Jim, only you as a parent in that family knows all the nuances. So whether it's bedtime or feeding or sleep, really tap into that instinct because it's there for a reason. And if you listen to it and take that time, it will often tell you what to do, how to improvise. You'll get these beautiful glimmers of ideas that – will then become a tool, and mm-hmm. you can also maybe offer those to other people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to quickly review them. Number one, give kids a choice. Number two, pick up some blackout curtains. Number three, introduce some soothing scents. Number four, use a weighted blanket. Number five, uh, make some brave potion or curd <laughs> spray. Number six, play some soothing music or directed medical Guided meditations um, or the Calm app. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check that out. Uh, number seven. Try some basic basic yoga or stretching. Number eight. A soothing bath or shower. Number nine. A little snuggling. Ten. A reward chart. And what was your eleven? Just uh, get fight. creative. Get creative. <laughs> get creative. Improvise. Or improvise. Yeah. <laughs>
2: improvise. Yeah. On that creative note, real fast, I want to share uh, what what's worked pretty well for for my four year old. Uh, sometimes he has tantrums in the getting ready for bed category mm-hmm. uh, as far as like brushing teeth, going potty, all that stuff. Um, so for the teeth, uh, we try to make it a game as much as possible. He loves trying to beat the timer. Uh-huh. So I say, I, I let him set a timer on my phone for two minutes and say, okay, I bet we can finish brushing your teeth before the timer goes off. And, oh, boom, know, five seconds, I'm done. I, <laughs> 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 but you know what? It, it, right. it, well, uh, I, I'm still brushing your teeth at this yeah. point. For some reason, it always winds up at the last couple seconds. We finish. You, finish. you, finish. you finish. Yeah, that's so, so we funny. Got it. funny. He's, he's always so excited to, to win. You yeah. know. There's and so then, many things if you change it into a game. Oh yeah, and yeah. The kids yeah. go for it. Yeah. He's yeah. so in that game mentality right now. Like I bet I can race you into somewhere if we're trying yeah. to go somewhere, and, and <laughs> he goes right for it. Yeah, like right.
0: like we did asparagus races. Yeah. to get yeah. your kids' to eat vegetables. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we just did that a few months ago at a family party. Uh-huh. We did an asparagus race. Were you yeah. there? I don't know. I think. Oh so. yeah, yeah, we yeah. were trying we, to get uh, Levi to eat asparagus. Uh-huh. Oh, so you make a, everybody's raised. Yeah. raised.
1: Did it work? Did I you? think so. Oh, yeah, yeah Levi, totally I don't. You it. know
0: what? I think I may have been watching Levi when you had to leave. I had to go. Yeah, yeah, and he ate like three or four pieces <laughs> of asparagus in under five minutes. So just so you know. Do and you guys?
2: Then, yeah. Go sorry, ahead. real quick. When when we're in bed and trying to go to sleep, if he's wiggling, we play the five minute no wiggle game. Mm. And you know he's he's very concentrated on okay no wiggling for five minutes and then and he's out with, yeah. within. yeah, however. <laughs> oh <God>. yeah he <laughs> never
1: goes to five minutes That's
0: funny yeah. do you guys speaking of brush your teeth do you remember what mom and dad did do you remember they they called it the, like the, you have to go get the sugar bugs oh, so yeah, we had to k- yeah we had to kill the sugar bugs with the toothpaste yeah, we still and we toothbrush. do the sugar yeah. bugs sugar, I, gosh i remember yep. mom's talking about the sugar bugs yeah
1: so anyway all right so <laughs> Well, that was good. Good stuff. And hopefully that can help your nighttime routines. Uh, if if you guys have others, if while we were going through this list, if you thought of, hey, they didn't say this or that, send us uh, your comments on yeah. that. And we'd love to... To know what works for your you and your kids, or and what didn't work. So, yeah, um, yeah, so we will love
0: to offer those to our listeners mm-hmm. when we read them. So
1: yeah, yeah, and uh, um, so anyways, so it's funny. The other day, uh, I had a dream about zombies when you were mentioning the, the <laughs> bad dreams, and actually, the zombies jumped on me, and I tried to kick them away, and uh, and I woke up my wife. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> so Sorry. I told her about the, about the dream. I'm like. And she said, you mean I was a zombie? I'm like, no, no, no. I was protecting you from the zombies.
3: <laughs> so, all right. Well,
1: let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about getting kids to eat more vegetables. Okay. We'll be right back.
3: Happy Mother's Day to all the mommies out there. Are you expecting a new baby or have a friend who is? Be sure to check out the newest book from the Sears family. The Healthy...
2: The Healthy Pregnancy Journal.
3: The Healthy Pregnancy Journal by Martha and Hayden Sears. Hey, that's my grandmother and Auntie Hayden. This book provides a week-by-week guide to honor and navigate Navigate your journey into motherhood with plenty of prompts and spaces to reflect on all that you are experiencing. That you're experiencing, experiencing,
2: experiencing,
3: experiencing, and help you stay on track for a healthy, for a healthy pregnancy. It's sure to be a beautiful keepsake for any mother's pregnancy journey. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other bookstores. I love you, Mommy. The Healthy Pegnani Journal.
1: Oh, that's cute. That was really cute. That was was my son, everybody. (laughs) Brilliant. So, yeah, Mother's Day is coming up, huh? Yes. That's wild. Yeah. And which, which is cool because that means it's getting warmer and it's spring. <laughs> and I love that. And so. Was there something you wanted to say about Mother's
3: Day? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Speaking of Mother's Day, Hayden, you have a new oh, book releasing yes. soon.
0: Yes. Um, so if this is my first book, and it was co-authored by my mom. So my mom and I got to write this together. It's called The Healthy Pregnancy Journal. And it's a guided journal to help mo- pregnant moms through their pregnancy um, and prepare their heart, mind, and body for motherhood. So it. It helps them with all their health and nutrition things throughout pregnancy and really keeps them on track, has some um, checklists, and really just those little reminders throughout your pregnancy so you don't forget. Um, And then it really delves into a lot of questions that moms can ask themselves throughout the process to, to work through some stuff, to prepare them. To um, maybe ask them, ask themselves questions they would never think to ask themselves until they're in, in the trenches in these situations. So it's really very much preparing moms in in all these different avenues. And I think kind of the way it started was um, it was like, what if you had Martha Sears mentoring you through your pregnancy? Kind of like I did, you know, in my pregnancies, I would talk to mom at least least a few times a week, three or four times a week. And she really mentored me through the process, but not many moms have that type of support. So that's what this book is. And now they do. And now they do. So this comes out the week before Mother's Day, and it's- What's it called again? The Healthy Motherhood Journal, and you can find it anywhere- Healthy
3: Pregnancy? I'm sorry,
0: Healthy Pregnancy. Oh, I just just (laughs) let it slip. (laughs) My mom and I just signed a contract for the sequel, The Healthy Motherhood Journal. That will be out in a, a year and a half from now. But um, it will be available at anywhere books are sold. Of course, Amazon is the easiest. A healthy so. Pregnancy Healthy Journal. Pregnancy Journal, and it's available May 7th. But I think it's available now for pre-order.
1: Very good. Well, one of the things my mother uh, made mother? me do, our mother, <laughs> our mother. my mom, um, is eat veggies. Yes, yeah. she did.
0: She <laughs> really did.
1: And, uh, and that's probably one of the top. Questions I get from parents uh, wow. beyond getting how to get my kid to sleep is how do I get them to eat more veggies? Uh-huh. And most of the kids, are okay, you know, they're pretty good fruit eaters because fruit is sweet, sweet and, 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 and it's easy. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, it's the veggies that can be a real, real, real struggle. Levi ate an entire half of
2: a uh, honeydew this morning. <laughs>
3: oh, nice. oh wow, um, it was pretty
2: big <laughs> on <you> purpose. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, it's <you> <laughs> because you, you did a, a honeydew race. <laughs> a honeydew That's race. why. <laughs> But, yeah. uh, oh, I love honeydew. Well, honeydew when it's good and yeah. ripe is just so, so good. good. But when it's not, it's so disappointing. It's, uh, yeah. you know, when you're at a, like a breakfast brunch buffet or something, you see the honeydew and it's just a little green. Yeah. It needs to be white and then it's you know white it's good. But uh, you just uh, you see the green honeydew and you go, "Oh mm. man, I'm just trying. Maybe it'll be good and it never it is." Never. <laughs> so so disappointing. But you know the the fact that kids Uh, resist veggies is a real big bummer because it's probably one of the most important things they, everybody can be eating. It Mm -hmm. is so chock full of real, real vital nutrients. Um, I mean, fiber,
0: vitamins, minerals, basically everything your body needs,
1: all the antioxidants. Mm -hmm. Um, all just this, this world we live in now is just so full of things that are bad for us and, uh, um, just the 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 car exhaust, the pesticides, the even just um, the household products, the household products, the sprays and mm-hmm. the odors and the um, you know, getting X rays, flying in an airplane, you know, uh-huh. you get you get uh, exposed to radiation and all that stuff just causes uh, inflammation in our body and uh, from free radicals. And the thing that fights those um, is uh, all the antioxidants in uh mainly veggies For fruit as well, but veggies is is the big 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 part of that mm-hmm. and so so uh, back when you know when I was a little kid it was uh, it was kind of a no brainer yeah you yeah. you eat your veggies you, you and, them. yeah and then and otherwise uh, i didn't i didn 't want to know what <laughs> what the otherwise was you know? well, that's or what that or um, else that 's uh, what
0: was there that was what our right. refrigerator had and and actually um yeah, you know, we'll talk a lot about some tools that my mom used because she was brilliant. That's kind of her modeling is what mo- yeah. helped me model to my kids. Um, but let's first talk about kind of how much kids are supposed to eat because I, that's a question I get a lot. Mm-hmm. How much are they supposed to eat? Um, and
1: and there's there's <laughs> that you know for a while I think it was always three to five servings. Um, but what what's a serving? Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's what
0: it can be ambiguous. I love what my dad says just to keep Fistfuls? it si- simple. Yeah. yeah, fistful. Now, w- when you're talking about a serving of leafy vegetables, that's that's bigger because they're yeah, they're not be, as dense, trouble, but. right? But if we're trying to keep it simple, just think a fistful. So, you know, everybody should have at least 5 fistfuls of veggies a day we say we like to say 10 servings of fruits and vegetables a day so So five of each each. and that's Um, so
1: if there's a little pile of carrots on the plate if it's about mm -hmm. the size of the child's fist so if it's a two-year-old it's gonna be a little smaller smaller pile than than an 18 year old Mm -hmm. but um but you know the fistfuls is is a great way and and it's kind of we actually have a poster in our office in, in each room um there's the Fists and fists and little fruits and veggies with each fist, and uh, and the kids can see that and yeah. kind of it inspires them. Hopefully,
0: now that's a lot. Whenever I say that to parents, they oh, yeah. they very much bulk like, like what like oh right. Like I said, you need to eat yeah. a unicorn, basically, because <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot. You know, five servings. But if you eat, try wait,
1: eat a unicorn, eat a,
0: <laughs> well, they really they they look at like me like me, I
1: just like, told oh, them to eat a unicorn. Like, okay, I see what you're saying. So <laughs> that's as possible. it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. Okay. i thought i thought you meant like a cornucopia
0: oh and
1: and i was like okay it kind of sounds like unicorn unicorn. yeah
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, not that um but if you try to just think of i'm gonna have a serving of fruits and uh, vegetables with each meal and then with each snack Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna have about three meals a day and a couple snacks then that's your five and that that is hard it's a commitment and And really, most people just don't do it. I think what is the average in the in the country? It's like one and a half servings. Oh yeah, I did a I
1: did a survey a a study in my office a few years ago, um, and and I surveyed every child that came in for a checkup or a sick visit, and just asked you know Mm -hmm. how many had they had, and the average was two servings of fruit in the last twenty four hours and one and a half serving of veggies, Mm -hmm. which man, that's not. Nearly enough. No. But that yeah. was but already over, over the, the average. average. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Right. So, yeah. so we, this is, this is a, a problem we do need to address. And I mean, we could, we could be a little bit compliant and say, oh, okay, you don't really need that much, but we're being honest. You really do yeah. to, to really live to your full potential and, and be vibrant and energetic and healthy. But you then, do need but
2: then that. if, if everybody's eating vegetables and being healthy, they won't come in for doctor visits. Oh, hey, well, that's fine
1: with true. me. Yeah. <laughs> then I can, I can finally go play golf. <laughs> You know, right, I'm, I'm we just, want
0: you, we want you guys to be so healthy. You put Doctor Jim out of a job. That yeah. is yeah. that is our goal. Believe
1: me, yeah, um, that, that would be it? that would be awesome. Yeah, but, um, we would love that. But um, shoot, what was I going to say? Darn it, you said you said <laughs> something earlier. I'll was talk was and then launch. you can. Yeah, go. Ahead. So
0: you don't always just have to have a pile of carrots or a pile of broccoli. You know, it doesn't have to be just that that thing, you can make pumpkin soup, you can mix, you know, sweet potato puree into your meatloaf or into your... You know mac and cheese. You can a lot of moms who really are committed to doing this five servings of vegetables every day get creative, especially with your younger kids or maybe kids that are more resistant to textures or flavors. You do need to get creative and um, add your veggies to things. I know that my my family most days we have a smoothie. Everybody has a smoothie, and I I put a big handful of spinach in that smoothie. And you really can't taste it because I also put a frozen banana and my juice plus complete. But that they're getting their serving of leafy greens every day just from their smoothie. So things like that will help you get that five servings of vegetables a day. Um, And then make it a game. I love that concept of making it a game. So Mm -hmm. we did a ton of that early on uh, because if you commit time – and energy and creativity early on in your child's age, it really it it really kind of eclipses a lot of the battles later on mm-hmm. because you're setting your child's taste buds. You're helping them their body be programmed to what real food tastes like and what it feels like. Yeah, so. That's-
1: and that's one of the reasons I I'm so I'm probably most passionate about this subject when the child's first starting to eat It's 6 mm-hmm. months. So what are the baby's first foods going to be um because uh um, that's when you know a 6-month old has never they've tasted never had food. French fries they don't or know what soda fries or, or Oreos yeah. right. <laughs> they don't know what that is and and if they've spent the the last 6 months watching mom and dad eat veggies off their plate, then they're kind of in their head going, wow, that looks pretty yeah, good. They, looks they're great. eating that. that. And, yeah. and that's probably the one of the biggest ways uh, you get your kids to eat uh, veggies is by eating them yourself yeah. and just have that as the default thing. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, from the first food, we you know, in for years, pediatricians have been recommending rice cereal as the first food, um, and we've gotten away from that. Uh, yeah. We've kind of first realized uh, um, there's not a whole lot
0: of nutrients good, in it, no. Isn't it?
1: And, uh, <laughs> and as a matter of fact, a lot long ago, there was a study that found a forty percent of forty percent, forty-seven percent of infant rice series samples had uh, concerning levels of arsenic, arsenic in it. Yeah. Oh gosh! Um, yeah. So I've I've literally when I talked To the moms about the first foods, I take my little food chart and I cross off (laughs) the rice cereals. I don't. I don't even. I didn't erase it. I said I'm. I'm literally crossing Crossing it it off to remind them not to to use Mm -hmm. that. And just they're kind of hear that from you know mother in law or grandparents. Oh, gotta get the right cereal. Yeah, you know. Really, it is. You're setting
0: your child up for for craving carbs. Right, and And then I spend
1: the rest of their childhood trying to (laughs) get them to to not eat carbs. So we just I cross off the cereals and just. And there's so
0: I mean, really, what you're doing is you're teaching your six month, seven, eight month year old. Um, what food tastes like, so and you want them to have flavors like mm-hmm. avocado and sweet potatoes and bananas, these amazing flavors that we 've been given from mm-hmm. nature that 's what we want them to gravitate towards, so you know in then that first couple years of life, their brains are expanding, their bodies are growing so much, so they 're growing off of this real food, and the metabolic programming that we often talk about. That's what you're programming your child to want. So yep. since my mom gave us tons of fruits and vegetables early on, now as an adult, I'm that. that's still benefiting me now. Now I've had to make my own choices over the years, and I certainly could have gone in the other direction and counteracted that programming, but <clears throat> I still have that taste for them that mm-hmm. I got early, early on.
1: Yeah, and if it, it's a child that grows up just thinking that it, this is normal, this mm-hmm. is what we do um, then they're, they're much more likely to do that. And as opposed to, um, the, and, and I tell parents you don't want to bring in a bunch of energy into the subject and like, Oh, Hey, now we're gonna try a carrot and, and like, Oh my God, why is this? Right. Is, it, is this scary to yeah. try a carrot? You know, do you not um, think
0: I'm going to like it? Is that yeah, why right. we're making such Just a big like, deal about it?
1: <laughs> mom's sitting and eat a carrot. Yeah. And if, uh, if, if mom's eating carrots and, uh, then chances are babies want to grab a, a bit and, you know, make it uh, maybe s- stewed or steamed so it's mushy and you can just mush the carrot and, uh-huh. and there you go. And uh, um, I, th- a- I often use jealousy or the, you know, if at the moment a, a, a toddler is being like a picky eater, I tell uh-huh. the mom, well, uh, sit down to dinner and don't give him anything. And within, a, I guarantee, within a minute, they will be begging for stuff off of your plate. Yeah, and it 100 it, of the time, it works. And openly
0: um, enjoy it, like yep. oh, the sweet potato, mm, so yummy, yum. Good. And just the mom's <laughs> eating,
1: and then pretty soon, the the child, out of jealousy, will just start grabbing stuff off your plate. And uh, <laughs> reverse and just psychology. Do it. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> so, um, and then you know, this always it's funny whenever we talk about eating healthy. I always you always got to re- remind yourself of. Of if you're not eating, eating healthy, then what are you doing? You're going to McDonald's or fast food, mm-hmm. and I just I, uh, I'll make this a quick point. I hope, but um, it, it there's really been a shift. When I was young, uh, going to McDonald's was a big unusual event. It, it was, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it, it was like, oh my Literally gosh, wow. like once a year. One, yeah. You know, or a birthday party, someone's mm-hmm. birthday party or, you know, grandma picked me up after swimming lessons uh, and it was a big deal. And as opposed to nowadays, it's, um, it seems like it's flopped and, and uh, the kids, uh, at least a lot of kids, they expect, uh, you know, what do you want for dinner? Taco Bell. Yeah. uh you know and 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 the the home cooked wholesome meal is now the the, the special, odd, occasion. The special yeah. occasion and yeah. uh, and like, it's it's a real real shame and that's yeah. one of the reasons now i remember what i was going to say earlier um we we're seeing so m- a huge increase in so many bad things in kids uh um autoimmune issues uh, cardiovascular disease cancers um uh, poor immune systems just so many bad Things that we don't like to see in kids and i and it's all the vast majority of it is diet related and uh, and and I think it's because of that shift um now kids uh literally would have fast food uh every night and every day for lunch if they could and um and so, and so many parents with now parents being busier and it's harder to cook and it's harder to to shop and it's so much easier to just do the drive through and for that ninety nine cent uh meal. Um, but it's, uh, kids are paying for it with their Mm -hmm.
0: health. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and not only that, then you're, you're modeling to them what life looks like. So they're likely to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like a lot of my parenting choices, nutritional choices were because of the choices my mom made. So sometimes when it's, I know it's so hard, I, I've done the in and out drive through now and then as (laughs) I, I totally have. But if that is the, the regular, if that's the, the rule, then likely that's how you're Children are going to operate when they 're parents, mm-hmm. so maybe sometimes having that extra motivation that okay, this is what this this is how do I want my grandkids to be eating <laughs> if you really yeah, can right. kind of think long term sometimes it it helps you get motivated to add that extra half hour to your day to prep a meal or that that extra um, incentive to make time for meals and prep and all that.
1: Sure. So a, a few more tips. Um, I think we've hopefully have established just that they're important. Mm-hmm. You know, if any parents out there really don't think veggies are that important, uh, let me know, and, <laughs> and, and we'll, we'll do well, more on the subject. But just trust me, I'm a doctor, I know. The, um, <laughs> Everything
0: doctors say are is true. And the internet. Right.
1: right. Um, it's just, they're just... Massively vital. Um, yes. but So the first one we had, we've been talking about, just set an example. Mm-hmm. Um, but then a lot of kids like to dip. Um, and um, a lot of parents will like, oh, yeah, he'll eat the carrots in ranch dressing. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, ranch dressing totally negates a lot of – all that does is add a lot <laughs> more saturated fat and, and more free radicals mm-hmm. into the system. Um, but if you pick a dip that's healthy and that can be a good meal in and it itself um, – and I always go for the three. The hummus. Uh, ground up chickpeas, a really, really great source of fiber Mm -hmm. in there and in really good. So even if the child doesn't just dips the carrot into the hummus and licks Licks it off, that's a pretty good meal. Or if you, or guacamole, you know, mushed Mm up avocado is a great meal in itself. Or if you take, um... Some uh, Greek yogurt and make a dip yourself with maybe just a little spices or even just some some ranch dressing mix. Which mix. you can get healthier um, versions yeah, right. without mm-hmm. without preservatives yeah. and Jessica stuff. Jessica last sure. night made some great veggies, and she uh, went to uh, the health food store and got a, a fully organic, non, non-MSG uh, ranch dressing mix. And she sprinkled it over. Oh, these were really good. They were sliced carrots, potatoes, peppers, and zucchini. And they were just sliced up. Uh, on the the cookie sheet mm-hmm. and put a little olive oil over them and then sprinkled the the spice over it and just put them in the broiler for or the oven for, I don't know, half an hour or whatever. Yeah. And they came out so yummy. Love roasted um, veggies. But, um, so make make those, you know, hummus, guacamole, or a Greek yogurt dip. Um, the, then the kids will just have fun and dip the uh, carrot sticks or celery or just about anything yeah. in there. And if you just put finger. it out...
0: It's going to yeah. get eaten. You mm-hmm. put a tray of veggies out and dip. Even if they don't like veggies, they're probably going to eat it if they're hungry. I do that when the kids get home from school or if I'm making dinner and they're starving mm-hmm. cuz that yeah. way hey, if they fill up on veggies, totally fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's <a> great. <good laughs> <point.
1: laughs> I'm too full of carrots for dinner. Right. Okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, offer
2: the veggies first. First,
0: yeah. That's yeah. that's that's also a great tool. To offer it yep. first, or make you make a huge salad, and that's the first course of the dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they've yeah. they've filled we up on salad.
1: Try to make it fun too. If you, uh, I remember as a kid, just having little carrot wheels, and i would try to. I put four together and try to with my hand make a little car. Yeah, oh, cute. And then you know, if, and uh, and there's uh, I've seen other um, some great tips and um, playing with the food makes it less foreign. Even I've seen some moms take take beets, cut them into little squares and shapes, and use those to as stamps on the paper oh, as cute. a craft. Right? Oh my goodness! Um, so the child's playing with beets. Um, so therefore that, that's, it's not this foreign exotic thing that mom's yeah. begging me to uh-huh. eat and they become more familiar with it. And then at the end of the game, uh, you eat them. Yeah.
0: You know? I, I was great with letting my kids play with their food for that reason. I mean, mm-hmm. we did this one game to get my kids to eat broccoli. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I told my son that broccoli makes you fart. First and foremost, so he loved to eat oh, it. Oh yeah! <laughs> so he could fart on his sisters, but also we would—I'd have a big bowl of broccoli, and he would pretend it to be a car, and he'd have to to crawl into the station to get his fuel. The broccoli was his fuel, and so he would. Eat, eat like two pieces of broccoli and then he would, you know, zoom around the living room and come back and get more broccoli, you know, and within 10, 15 minutes, the whole bowl was gone. Yeah. He had had a blast. He literally probably ate two servings worth of broccoli and then 15 minutes later, he'd go fart on his sisters. <laughs> <Yeah. so>. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> but hey, <fine>. when? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, you remember the, the, the bags of frozen veggies, just like the cut up cut carrots up, yeah, and peas and stuff? Mm-hmm. They, those never tasted good to me. No. And um, really. I think a lot of parents might just grab that. You know, okay, this will be the veggie. Uh-huh. Um, you're, you're probably going to lose just because I. even now, I still don't like that. Yeah. It just, just it's just a weird frozen flavor, flavor that just doesn't taste very yeah. good at all.
0: But I do, you know, also, whatever you make for dinner, Put veggies in that. So if you're making tacos, put a bunch of lettuce and tomatoes on top of that. Mm-hmm. If you're making a casserole, stick you know open a bag of frozen vegetables and put it in that. And pizza, pizza, yeah, or, veggie yeah. pizza. You can all those mix things.
2: rice, cauliflower, and a lot oh, of things. Yeah.
0: There's so many options yeah. now that really even weren't available back when I started parenting. You know, 16 years ago, it's grocery stores are doing a lot of our prep work because we know. M- many families now, both parents work. It's hard. We're, we're right there in the struggle with you guys. So we're not trying to be idealist and telling you to do all this stuff without, we, we understand the struggle, but really stores are offering, you know, things in bags. It's already washed and cut, which oftentimes takes the most time. So, so if it is a, if time is your obstacle, which that's towards the top of the list of of obstacles I get from parents, well, it takes a lot of time. Um, Put your resources in making it take less time. Buy cut-up, washed things. For me, if it's cut up and washed in my fridge, I'll eat it. I'll pull it out and eat it. If it's a you know a head of broccoli that's still dirty and needs to be diced, eh, it's yeah. it's a little harder to to make that time. So set yourself up ahead of time to to win in serving your veggies.
1: Yeah,
2: and I think before we wrap up today, there's one more. Uh, veggie tip that I I like is is the more you can get your child involved mm-hmm. in the process the more likely they are to eat it whether that's yeah. let letting them pick out the produce at the store you know letting them scrutinize over okay this is the best one this is yeah, the right. one I choose yes yeah. Yeah, know, and the, I get to this eat this it mom the most pretty yeah. it's, you know broccoli I call this
0: one that's my yeah, right. kids I'll yeah. call yeah. it they'll, yeah. They'll, oh yeah is, and then
1: they'll fight over right. it oh funny yeah, yeah but you, you
0: know mine will even like lick it it's mine which which I remember Peter, my brother, used to do all the time. Like, because we did that. We picked things out in the store. He would lick it to make sure I didn't eat it.
1: That's funny. That's funny. We, uh, yeah. we used to, with my kids, when i take them shopping, we'd play a game. Okay, go pick out a purple. Uh-huh. You know in uh-huh. the in the uh, in the the whole protocyle, or okay, then they come back with a purple, and then okay, now pick up at a, an orange uh, orange color, uh-huh. you know okay, now find a green and uh just doing the colors of the rainbow, mm-hmm. uh, you know if the kids are so focused on the color um, and i i 've seen over and over if like you said, Matt, if they 're involved the more they 're involved whether it 's even growing it, we, for mm-hmm. we did a whole garden just so that we could grow oh that 's huge stuff, yeah, yeah. and uh, oh by the way, um if you ever do that, um zucchinis. Um Don't just let them get huge I, I was I thought I was like the champion gardener or farmer here growing this this zucchini with a zllary about the size of a watermelon, and of course you you open it and it's just all nothing It's air yeah. and just gross and uh, so you got to pick them when they're still small yes, but, that's um, true. but the kids you know if they're involved with growing and watering and planting and picking you know, they're way mm. more involved. Uh, or shopping. yeah picking them out um, well one caveat
0: with the the shopping thing is you want to tell them whatever you pick this is what you're going to be eating right yeah so (laughs) but you'd be surprised at what your kids pick like they might pick something that you would have never thought to pick like a beet or a you know a radish or Mm -hmm. something like that and that's great because it helps them expand and even if not if if the policy is like okay you have to take three bites of what you pick so so it's – they're not scared to pick something, worried that they're going to have to eat this whole bag of this random thing they bought. Yeah,
2: but know, know your child. Some mm-hmm. kids love to try new things yeah. or at, at some ages specifically. I know a lot of four-year-olds are really into – New opportunities, new uh, experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything new is cool and exciting to them. So they they might be more inclined to trying
1: the new, exotic-looking thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just realized I'm. I think I'm going to be late for a meeting. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So I have a meeting coming up. So let's wrap it up. This has been a good yeah. show. Hopefully. Um, oh, which brings us to mom to mom moments.
0: Okay, my moment today is. Um, focusing on making making your time valuable, like listening to this podcast. I would encourage you to think back to what we talked about today and pick one thing that really resonated with you that you'd like to incorporate into your family. Asparagus races. Asparagus races. <laughs> they really do work. They're fantastic. Um, but instead of just letting all this inf- information and tools kind of come into you but but not implementing them because I often do that I, I listen to many things and they're fascinating but I don't take time to implement them oftentimes because they seem like so much and maybe overwhelming that I just kind of don't do anything with it so pick one thing that you liked from today and implement it into your family life today and then if there's other things that stay in your head try another one tomorrow just focus on one thing do it do it well and give yourself some wonderful appreciation for it
1: yay I like that one all right so that's it I'm going to run off to this meeting that I gotta get to and don't forget to find us on Instagram and Facebook Dr. Seer Family Podcast send us comments and please like us and give us a rating on iTunes it really 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 super helpful and grab your friends phones and just download the the uh, find the uh, uh, podcast app and subscribe to this podcast and that really helps so we're here to celebrate the many joyful moments of parenting and hopefully we've helped you through some of those nighttime and vegetable non-eating moments that are a little less joyful (laughs) so for sound man Matthew and certified health coach Hayden I'm your host Dr. Jim Sears and we will see you next time